right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis. So my life was an absolute wreck. Anorexia and bulimia were killing me. Then I was in a horrible car accident. But I encountered a miracle. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Thanks for joining us. The world says what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. In fact, that sentiment became a chart-topping pop song just a few years ago. Well, for our guest today, that might as well be her theme song. Even though she just turned 27, God has helped her survive enough hardship to last a lifetime. Mo Isom, as a young athlete, appeared to have it all, talent, beauty, and success. But despite her achievements, Mo was hiding a secret from the people who sang her praises, a dark and dangerous secret. Help me welcome Mo Isom. Mo, welcome to Jewish Voice. Great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. You're beautiful, you're talented, yeah. great athlete, but you didn't feel good enough. I, I call it a little bit of the athlete, the competitor in me, but there's always just this striving for perfection. It's this perfectionism that um, is, is really owns so many of us. And I grew up with a father who I loved and who was my best friend and who I desired so deeply to make so proud, but sort of saw um, my relationship with him is a reflection of what God must be like and with my dad often if I did things well I was rewarded if I didn't do things well I was punished or got the silent treatment or whatever it may be and so I always desired to do things well because I wanted my father to love me but you had some real challenges well all of the perfectionism just really grew in me a deep desire for control um, I, I just wanted to be able to dictate everything so perfectly and the further I strained for this control the more that it slipped away and I think that's a place that the enemy kind of meets us when we're desperate for something to be our thing when we're desperate to have our identity you know defined by some success whether it be a sport whether it be in academics whatever it may be um, the enemy meets us there and and he did and, and tricked me and sold so many lies to my heart that it was based on my ability to control things that I wasn't good enough that I didn't have control and so then there was a feeling of worthlessness and that all grew and manifested itself into control issues that um, became eating disorders mm. in my life um, because I was desperate for something that I could I could fully control and what I put into my body and how I expelled it you know exercising um, purging with bulimia that was all in my control it could be my thing no one had to know well I just feel so compelled that there's people watching right now mm -hmm. that may be fighting with eating disorders you have children or grandchildren that are dealing with eating disorders you don't know what to do listen there is an answer and you're not watching this program by accident God wants you to be a beacon of hope mm -hmm. uh, for the, the, the child the grandchild and wants you to have hope if you're fighting with that so Mo Go yeah. on, you're a star athlete, you're in beauty competitions, beautiful girl, you. but you now, you're fighting these eating disorders mm -hmm. and trying to gain control. Go on yeah, from there. Yeah, I'm just struggling with deep identity issues and they're manifesting themselves in eating disorders and I'm tearing down my own temple, you know, I'm just destroying my own body from the inside out. Um, no real understanding about God outside of just sort of this comfortable cultural Christianity and just losing myself in a big way. 
Um, but I came across a piece of scripture, and I couldn't have told you when or how or the context of it or anything. Um, but I was about to head off to college to compete um, as a goalkeeper for the soccer team at LSU. And I came across a piece of scripture that just said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I had been mm. living this frantic, control-driven, go, do, try harder, be more life. And I found this piece of scripture that I didn't even know if I believed, but it sounded so appealing. And it just said, come to me if you're weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And so I kind of leaned into, into the faith again and said, God, help me figure this out, because I'm not good at controlling it on my own. And um, moved into college just as sort of a baby, trying to walk with 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 Jesus and figure out what this really meant and um, and began to see incredible blessing. Oh, I give you the glory and the praise and the blessings rain down. This is amazing. This must be what it means, you know, to walk with you actively. And um, it was it was headed home for Christmas break uh, after my freshman soccer season. And being in this great place, kind of my head in the clouds, I was just untouchable, invincible, and um, came home for Christmas break and, and had quite a tragedy happen in our home. Um, my dad, who was just my best friend and my biggest fan, um, didn't come home one night. And to make a long portion of that story short, um, ended up putting a gun to his heart and pulling the trigger and committing suicide and um, very unexpectedly blindsided our family completely. And suddenly I went from this God who I thought, God, I gave you the glory and the blessings rained down to now the greatest adversity I could have fathomed. You know, I'm, I'm looking at my dad's body on a morgue table at, at 19. And I wanted nothing to do with this God. I, I wanted, I took off running, running from a God who I didn't believe was good or holy, um, running into depression and anxiety and promiscuity and just every sin-sized piece we use to fill that God-sized hole in our heart. That's the point where you choose to run towards God or away from Him? Away from and Him. And you ran away. <laughs> away from Him, yes. I ran um, into everything that I thought could fill that hole in my heart and ease that pain. Um, all the things that the world say are normal for a college kid to be indulging in. Alcohol, partying, boys, girls, you name it, you know, it's just um, our world sort of sells a narrative that is actually pretty destructive. And I moved through that, those issues for a while. And really the cry of my heart through that time um, was, God, I don't even know if I believe that you're real. If you're so real, if you're so good and holy, like everyone's saying and trying to comfort me with, if, if you're so real, do something. Reveal yourself to me. Because I don't feel it. I don't, I don't know if I even believe that. If you're such a good God, and if you're so holy and in control of all this, then do something. And really, I got to a pretty desperate place where I understood how my dad did what he did, and I saw it as a viable option for myself. Wow. I was so, so hurt and, and just in such a dark place. I pray this. I heard this prayer a long time ago, and maybe it's true for you that are watching that you can reach a point where you're so low you have nowhere else to look but up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's a good prayer to pray for your child, for your grandchild, other loved ones. Lord, bring them so low they have nowhere else to look but up because it's in the times of tragedy mm -hmm. that we have this incredible opportunity to see God work. And that's a sincere prayer. Yeah. God, show me if you're real. So how did God finally get your attention then? Yeah, my prayer became, God, if you're so real, just wreck my life just wreck it. And um, it was almost a bit of a prayer of arrogance at the time. I was just, I just wanted it to be over with. Um, but he responded. He said, I'll wreck your life, but I'll wreck it to save it and to save your eternal story. 
And I was headed home for Thanksgiving break from Baton Rouge to Atlanta. Um, only car on the road. I'd been stuck in traffic. It had been 10 hours on the road now. And lost control of my vehicle. Flipped it three times, wrapped around a tree, wow. upside down in a ravine at 1.30 in the morning, completely physically broken. But I had just been in this place of prayer saying, God, if you're so real, do something. Reveal yourself to me. And he chose such a time as that. Incredible story. We're going to hear more of it. We have to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the incredible sign that Mo saw in the wreckage. That's next. Have life's disappointments left you feeling hopeless? Have you lost your purpose? Do you battle negative thoughts and fears? All-American soccer star Mo Isom reveals how she went from broken to bold and how you can too in the New York Times bestseller, Wreck My Life. You won't want to put down this mesmerizing true life story. Wreck My Life is an incredible journey of brokenness to boldness. I want you to read the book. It will encourage you. And then I want you to pass it on to your children or grandchildren. They need to read this story. You'll want to know what Mo learned through her struggles that can help you face your own. You'll want to hear the radical prayer that healed Isom from crippling anxiety, an eating disorder, and personal tragedy. Mo Isom shares this gripping tale with honesty and raw emotion. I think hope is something that all of us need in such a crazy world right now. Learn how to get God's attention and have your prayers answered. Discover your purpose. Find peace. Order Wreck My Life now. And when you do, we'll sow a special gift into your life, confessing the Hebrew scriptures, The Lord is Peace, by Rabbi Jonathan Burness. Experience peace like never before by confessing God's promises in the holy tongue of Hebrew. Each scripture is written in English, Hebrew, and the transliteration from Hebrew. And a CD makes learning Hebrew pronunciation easy. We will send you both of these great gifts for your donation of $40. When you donate $40, you'll be helping provide crucial medical, dental, and eye care to Jewish communities who suffer from poverty, disease, and despair. You'll also make it possible for lost Jewish tribes in remote places to get clean drinking water. Most importantly, when you support Jewish Voice Ministries, you play an important role in fulfilling Scripture to tell the Jewish people that their Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, has come. But there is so much more to do. Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. So call the number on your screen now to partner with this ministry. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer 1825 when giving $40 to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today. I'm here with Mo Isom. She's a former beauty queen and star athlete who managed to survive unbelievable tragedy. Mo, go back and talk how God finally got through to you. So, I mean, it had, it had been a roller coaster ride, a journey of adversity and successes and adversity and running from God and, and um, trying to learn about God and growing God, and I was just worn out. 
um, and, and ended up in a really horrific car accident headed home for Thanksgiving break. Um, and the cry of my heart leading up to that had been, God, if you're so real, do something. Reveal yourself to me. And it was hanging upside down in that vehicle at 1.30 in the morning that the Holy Spirit just entered that car in such a mighty way. The presence of God was crushing. It was just absolutely crushing. And I just felt this incredible peace and this hole in my heart that had been so gaping from the loss of my dad and from so much of my own reckless sin. It just was filled. And I met a king who said, be still and know that I am God. I have plans for you. I have purpose for you. There has been adversity. There has been trials. But the enemy will wage battle after battle after battle. But I have won the war. And are you going to continue to allow the haphazard winds of life to hopefully blow your broken pieces back together? Are you going to trust me as the master artist to rebuild you and to purpose you for my glory? And he just, it was, it was hanging upside down in that vehicle that God basically pressed on my heart, choose, choose now. Um, and, and my choice was, was clear. I chose a king who said he saw me and he knew me, that I was beloved, that I was formed for purpose, that he had plans for me, that all of the wreckage, all of the adversity, all of the sin was redeemed in the name of Jesus. And um, it, it, it wrecked everything. It wrecked my life quite literally. It wrecked my heart. It wrecked my perspective. It just wrecked everything in the most beautiful and holy so way. So the moment of truth. Mo, you mm -hmm. face so much adversity in your life for someone that's so young. Mm -hmm. uh, you identify with a, a Bible character, you told me. Who's that? Yes, I have really been digging in lately to the book of Esther. Um, and I just see a woman who um, in so many ways exhibits the character of God. She is, is truly a woman of, um, of patience, of um, strategy, of deep passion and, and care for her people. And um, if, if you really dig into the story as a woman amidst great adversity all at the same time. And I see that woman, and that's the woman that I want to be like. You know, when I faced adversity before coming to know Christ, I was all over the map trying to handle it. But you look at Esther. She's in the midst of a storm. She's in the midst of adversity, trying to figure out how to play those cards. And she does it with such grace and with such strength and with such bravery. And that's the type of woman I want to be moving forward in yeah. life. Called to the kingdom of God for such a time as this. That's you, Mo, and that's many of you that are watching we got to take another break. Coming up, Mo says that when she first came to know the truth about Jesus, it was like a punch in the gut. We'll find out what she means right after this break. Have life's disappointments left you feeling hopeless? Have you lost your purpose? Do you battle negative thoughts and fears? All-American soccer star Mo Isom reveals how she went from broken to bold and how you can too in the New York Times bestseller, Wreck My Life. You won't want to put down this mesmerizing true life story. Wreck My Life is an incredible journey of brokenness to boldness. I want you to read the book. It will encourage you and then I want you to pass it on to your children or grandchildren. They need to read this story. You'll want to know what Mo learned through her struggles that can help you face your own. You'll want to hear the radical prayer that healed Isom from crippling anxiety, an eating disorder, and personal tragedy. 
Mo Isom shares this gripping tale with honesty and raw emotion. I think hope is something that all of us need in such a crazy world right now. Learn how to get God's attention and have your prayers answered. Discover your purpose. Find peace. Order Wreck My Life now. And when you do, we'll sow a special gift into your life, confessing the Hebrew scriptures, The Lord is Peace, by Rabbi Jonathan Burness. Experience peace like never before by confessing God's promises in the holy tongue of Hebrew. Each scripture is written in English, Hebrew, and the transliteration from Hebrew. And a CD makes learning Hebrew pronunciation easy. We will send you both of these great gifts for your donation of $40. When you donate $40, you'll be helping provide crucial medical, dental, and eye care to Jewish communities who suffer from poverty, disease, and despair. You'll also make it possible for lost Jewish tribes in remote places to get clean drinking water. Most importantly, when you support Jewish Voice Ministries, you play an important role in fulfilling Scripture to tell the Jewish people that their Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, has come. But there is so much more to do. Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. So call the number on your screen now to partner with this ministry. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer 1825 when giving $40 to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today. Everything we do needs prayer and financial support of people that love God. People like you who are watching our program right now. Because without you, the lost tribes of Israel, many who live in poverty, would never see a doctor or feel comforted by the love of compassionate believers. Your support makes it possible for us to change the lives of impoverished Jewish people worldwide. The Lord says that he'll bless those who bless the Jewish people, and that means you. Our outreach partners are our most important asset as a ministry. We couldn't do what Jewish Voice is called to do without them, and we don't want to do it without them because it's invigorating, it's energizing for me and for our staff team to see dozens, if not hundreds of people a year join with us and say, I believe in what the Lord's doing with his people Israel, and I want to be a part of it. If you've never done this before, you think you're going to be giving of yourself to all these other people, but when you get back home, you realize very quickly that you've gotten so much more in return. And that's one reason I keep coming back. Even if you have no intention of missions work, do it one time. Do it one time. And if you don't get hooked, I'll be surprised. It's amazing to see people who step forward and serve sacrificially, time, money, skills, talents, time away from their work, using their vacation time for the whole year to come with us because they really believe, according to God's promise to Abraham in Genesis, that I will bless those who bless you. If you're a medical professional and you live in the United States, you have so much to give, regardless as to what area of expertise you're in. 
you can come and help people and really make a difference. But not only that, it gives you that perspective that you gain on life in general. And when you go back to the United States, then you look at life so different and it makes one so much more appreciative of what we have. They ask me, why do I keep coming back? And I, I tell them because when I go home, there's advertising and sales that runs America and it's more bells and whistles every year. There's never enough, you're never satisfied. Here, I can't be more satisfied. It's, it's just a feeling that you know you've done something eternal and that can't be taken away and it can't be better. Like the partners who join us on outreaches, you support Jewish Voice behind the scenes. You help us provide vital medical care, dental care, eye care to Jewish communities and their neighbors in some of the poorest places on earth. Most importantly, you help us proclaim the gospel. When you support this ministry, you don't just get great resources, you help us change the lives of Jewish people around the world now and for eternity. Our work is urgent. There are Jewish people in desperate need, and we are asking you to help them today. Just ahead, some final thoughts with Mo, but first, a few of your questions. It's time now for Ask the Rabbi. Here's a question from Jeannie in Denver. I love Denver. I was just there, as a matter of fact. She asked, Dear Rabbi Jonathan, how can we tell the difference between God disciplining us and the attacks of the enemy. There's a huge difference between the conviction of the Holy Spirit and condemnation. Condemnation is from the enemy. When there's conviction, it's in line with the Word of God. It's, it's loving, it's gentle, it's redemptive. When it's condemnation, it grinds us down. It, th the enemy comes to rob, steal, and destroy, and there is no place for condemnation. If there's guilt as a result, it's not from God, because when we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us, wipe it clean, and we go on from there. So to learn the difference between conviction and condemnation and guilt is very important, Jeannie. Great question, thanks for asking. And we have time for one more. It's along the uh, same lines. Uh, Albert in Manhattan writes, are sickness and death ever a result of our own sin? Man, that's, I'm right on the edge here with this one. Uh, I think the answer is yes. Uh, first of all, we're told clearly in scripture that if we partake of the Lord's Supper, of communion without being worthy. In other words, without asking God to, to, to wash us clean and making things right with others, we're actually bringing condemnation on ourselves and we can end up being sick as a result of that. We're, when we worry uh, and internalize, when we don't forgive, uh, we, we get sick from that. We have to deal with the consequences uh, of, of our actions, even if God forgives us. Uh, we still have to deal with those consequences. Look, you can pray for God to provide for all of your needs, but if you're spending more than you're bringing in, you're gonna constantly be in debt. That's the result of a behavior that needs to change. Again, no condemnation. We simply need to repent, and then we need to make necessary adjustments to align with God's word. Two great questions today. Uh, maybe you're watching and you have a question for me. You can send it to jvmi.tv and we'll do our best to include it in an upcoming show.
We've been talking with Mo I, some great conversation today. She's written an important book, Wreck My Life. Uh, it's valuable inspiration for anyone in the midst of a trial. Mo, you said that when you had that encounter with the Lord, it was like a punch in the gut. Yeah. What does that mean? Romans 5, 3 through 5 actually calls us to rejoice in our adversity, knowing that adversity produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope in the Holy Spirit never fails us. And then I looked at John 16, 33 that actually said, in this world, you will face trouble. God's telling us you will face adversity. But he follows it up with this beautiful promise that says, take heart, have courage. I've overcome the world. And so I was actually sitting down and starting to piece through the Word of God that time and time again through the Old Testament and the New really revealed to me that God reserves the right to use our lives, to do with our lives, to allow whatever in our lives to fulfill His will. Mm. And that's a punch in the gut. Because that means life's not in my control. That means life's, my life is in the control of a sovereign God. And it might not always feel good. It might not always be easy. But I can always trust that he's doing a good work. Always. Most such a pleasure having you. Coming up next week, God's radical truth about the plans for the future of Israel. Here's a preview. And this is the part that got me, where Peter says, all the prophets from the beginning through now have talked about this special time. We're out of time, but before we go, if you've never received Yeshua, Jesus, as your Savior and Lord, I want to invite you to do so right now. All you have to do is to tell the Lord that you uh, want to live for Him. Uh, the Bible says, if we call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. It's that simple. All you have to do is to believe, confess that Yeshua is Lord, that you want to live for him, ask him to forgive you of your sins, and he will. Remember, if you have a prayer need, we're here for you. You can log on to our website, jvmi.tv, and I want you to let us know if you prayed with me today, because God loves you, and so do we. I want to close by praying a prayer over you that's been prayed over the children of Israel for thousands of years since the time of Moses. It goes like this. Yivarechecha Adonai v'yishmarecha, Ya'er Adonai p'navilecha v'ichunecha, Yisa Adonai p'navilecha v'yasemlecha shalom. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom, his peace. In the name of Yeshua the Messiah, the Prince of Peace, amen. I also want to remind you that Psalm 122.6 says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And that reminds me we're going to Jerusalem next May to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the restoration of Jerusalem. It's a prophetic moment. We're gonna be at the Western Wall with thousands of Israelis to celebrate. It's a trip you don't want to miss. Join Jewish Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017. It's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more. 
you'll see Jonathan Burnus commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea, and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017 or visit jvmi.org Israel. It's going to be an amazing trip. I hope you can join me and my family. And until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.